friends, welcome back to another episode of So Good So Far podcast. I'm Nicole. I'm Jackie. How's your day going? What's up? <laughs> What's popping? Yeah, so I mean, I my sleep schedule has been like absolutely terrible, and mm. yeah, I know Dang it sucks. It, it sucks because it's like we worked so hard to make progress on it. Yeah, I just slept at really random weird times and could, could barely stay awake some days and at a certain point I was sleeping like four hours a night and then four hours during the day and like switching it up and it's oh, like oh yeah which is like horrible because I never feel 100% good mm-hmm. anyways well we're here anyway yeah we're doing and, it I mean I'm hoping that now that I'm back in my Denver house and I'm gonna stay here that I can start getting back into like a schedule I think it's just like really hard because even the smallest thing can fuck it up and mm-hmm. it's like discouraging that the smallest thing can fuck it up but I think overall I just need to be like it's okay like forgive myself and yeah just, like, and try, just, like, again. try again yeah keep going because yeah. the alternative is ridiculous sleep hours to just like yeah, yeah. And having to take Adderall yeah that's like so something I've been having to think about a lot is like when you're trying to do something if you mess up to me I always feel like oh that's like the end like I have to start all over from the beginning actually something hilarious that I used to do (laughs) was when we were kids and we had Guitar Hero the game there was this song it was like Guitar Hero 2 or something there was a song at the end of one of the levels called Through the Fire and Flames I don't know if you know of course yeah sure of course I know it oh yeah I was super into (laughs) Guitar Hero so at the end of the level you would play this song kind of as your like whatever graduation of that level and that was my favorite song to play and i and i started doing this thing you can ask Paige. i would do this all the time where i would play it and i had to hit every single note and if i miss a note i'd start it over and it was like an eight minute song oh maybe God. more and Paige would Poor get Paige. so <laughs> mad she'd be like nicole you're going to start it over and i was like i just want to get through this whole song it was easy to play on the easy level like it's not like it was that hard you just had to stay like really focused and I can still do it. I, I can feel, still do like the like first story is like a perfect view encapsulation of, you. Yeah. of who mm-hmm. I am. Exactly. So what I where I was going with that is that that's always been my mindset. Like if I mess up, I'm like either a I have to start over, or b I just like completely failed. And so I'm really trying lately to focus on the fact that if you, you can mess just up, mm-hmm. you can just keep going. Especially with like eating healthy and working out and stuff. That's something I'm like really trying to work on. And if I, I'll do this thing where like I'll eat a pizza. Like the other day, I like had some pizza and I was like, whatever, it's fine. And I'll just go into a spiral of unhealthy eating and not working out because I just like missed a day of working out and ate unhealthy. I'm like, well, whatever, it's over now. And it's like, that is not the case. Yeah. Yeah, because then if you just like missed one day and then you went right back to it, then it's like okay, then you're just like, getting back into yeah. it. But I'm like, it wasn't perfect though. Right. It wasn't perfect. I didn't hit every day. I didn't work out all the days I said I would. I didn't eat all my prepped like healthy meals. And for I just think I'm a very big black and white like all or nothing person. Yeah. And it's like if it's not perfect, it's not. It's not. Right. That's it. <laughs> yeah. It's it, it's either it's, perfect or it's not. Yeah. At all. So that's just a little tidbit. But um, anything else? you know, exciting going on besides um, your sleep schedule. <laughs> so, uh, I've been watching, I've never seen the Twilight movies before. I've oh, seen like, the first one. Who is it that, I have another friend who really likes them. I guess it wasn't you. 
yeah i i tried to read the book like twice the first book twice in middle school and i couldn't get through it either time mm-hmm. and i'm just not a twilight person at all but n- now it's like they're so bad that it's fun to watch them mm-hmm. so i've been watching them with my roommates and we just watched the second one last night mm-hmm. and it's just oh my god wait. so good that's new moon in such right? a bad way yeah while we were watching the movie my roommate one of my roommates turned to me and goes oh my god i totally forgot to tell you but i have something really good for the next time you do not my cup of tea and i was like what and she's like i didn't realize this was weird until like a few people pointed it out to me but i the way i put on my bra is that i fasten the back and then put it on put my feet in it (laughs) pull it up and then my other roommate goes oh yeah one leg at a time just like everyone else (laughs) i did not think that that's where i was gonna go yeah it has nothing it has nothing to do with twilight but i I wanted to throw both uses in there but she's just like stepping into it yeah one leg at a time oh my gosh that's honestly really funny (laughs) (laughs) that's a good not my cup of tea is like asking people how they put on how they put their bras on yeah because like i don't see other people put on bras so i wouldn't know and maybe people people are doing really weird things because i don't see them yeah that's so true (laughs) there's so many things that we do that we don't think are weird but someone might be like that's how you do that that is so strange yeah. Which is why Not My Cup of Tea is fun. You guys need yeah, to write exactly. in more stuff. Okay, so we're going to get into the episode. Today we're talking about organization. Um, just because it's such a stressful time of year, there's a lot going on. For me, this time of year is always like, there's just always so much going on. And yeah. I'm like trying to figure out, you know, when I'm going to Christmas shop. And obviously I'm like working and I'm trying to get time off for this and time off for that. And my birthday is this month. And it's just... A lot. Yeah. The time between Thanksgiving and Christmas is, like, is by far the most stressful. Insane. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, New Year's, too. And, and then there's always, like, like finals right. if you're in school and all that kind of stuff. So it's just yeah. super stressful. It's, like, stressful. January 1st is, like, one big relief. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it is. It's, like, there's also the week between Christmas and New Year's that just feels, like, fake. Mm-hmm. That and is that fake, week is always week, nice. Yeah. yeah. Fake week. But... I mean, for me, it's, like, I don't, I'm not, obviously not big on Christmas, so it's, like, it's not as stressful, but I feel the stress of everyone else, which stresses me out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we're just going to talk about, like, organizing your space, organizing your thoughts, and organizing your time. Yeah. Are kind of the big three that we talked about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, I feel like we both wanted to talk about this for kind of different reasons. Yeah. Because we both deal with um organization and stress and all these things differently Mm -hmm. for different reasons based on our own experiences but um we both thought it would be a really interesting episode and hopefully helpful to other people who are just feeling like overwhelmed stressed at this time maybe wanting to like start implementing a routine or like using their time more wisely or keeping their space more clean whatever it may be yeah no so it's true and so I really wanted to talk about this personally because I have ADHD and being organized is key to like existing for me because I if I'm unorganized I'm easily interrupted um, and easily distracted and I lose more time overall so like for example say I'm like really unorganized that day and I'm like okay, I have like a million things to do. I need to 
I need to do laundry, say. Well, what that looks like is, okay, first of all, I have to find all the clothes in my room. And while I'm doing that, I realize like, okay, there's so much trash in here that I can't even see all the clothes. Uh, so I need to take out the trash first. Uh, but first I need to find my shoes. So first let me find my shoes to take the trash out. Where the fuck are my shoes? Then I go looking for my shoes and I go downstairs and I'm like, oh, you know what? I haven't eaten all day. I should probably make some food. <laughs> so then I make some food. And once that's going, I'm like, oh yeah, the trash is full. I need to go take that out. Do that. Go back to eating. Like It's just, I, if I'm not organized, it's this whole weird train of things that I'm doing with no point and sometimes those things don't even get done because then I get distracted by other things and I just I can't be a real person basically so for me it's like organization is the only way to exist if you have ADHD like that's all I'm thinking about all the time is Mm -hmm. how can I be more organized and it's completely a work in progress all the time I'm very bad at it but the whole point of trying to learn more about organizing is eventually, hopefully, I'll get to a place where I'm good at it, at least good enough where I, at the end of the day, say that I had a productive day and got the things done on my list. Mm -hmm. So what about you? Like, I'm sure it's different. Yeah, yeah. I would say the main thing for me is that I'm very busy most of the time. I feel like every day I have something going on, especially now with my new job, my new job, I talk about every episode, especially with that, I feel like I have no time to do all the other things I want to do. And I just make plans with a lot of people and I'm out running errands and all this yeah, stuff. You so are busy. I feel like I yeah. have a lot going on all the time and it can be really hard to keep track of. And it can also be really hard to prioritize like what I need to do first. And also I'm a huge procrastinator. I feel like I've gotten better at it in the past year or so, but by implementing like certain things we'll talk about later but it's like if I don't do something right when I think about it I'll just keep putting it off and putting it off it's like there's something sitting on the counter and I just am like I need to put that away and I'm like I'll do it in a second I'll do it in a second I'll do it yeah, in a second and then I never it do right it then or it it doesn't yeah. get done for a while so yeah yeah so for me I think it's just staying staying organized with a busy lifestyle keeping my space clean and then just not putting things off and doing them when they need to get done so that it doesn't keep adding to my list the next day and the next day. You know, it's like you want to cross things off the list and move forward. Right, and for me, yeah. I have a harder time with that. So that's why I want to try to be more organized and kind of share some of the things that I've done maybe in the last year to get better about it. It's it's really disheartening when like you have a list of things you need to do and then you don't do any of them. And so the next day you have to put all the things that you have to do today and yesterday on the list. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, now it's even more overwhelming and then you do less and it's like, it gets to a point where it's like, just forget this list because mm-hmm. it's not helpful anymore. I know. It's like, I'll just put that stuff yeah. off forever. Mm-hmm. I just don't need to do it at all. I feel like to start with, to me, the most important, the first thing is being in an organized space because I feel like I can't clear my mind and organize my thoughts or organize my time unless like the space around me is clean like do you do you feel that way yeah I feel exactly the same way like before I go to bed at night almost every night unless it's been like a really really long day and I just want to get in bed I will like tidy up my apartment I'll just like make sure I don't like fully clean it by any means but I just make sure like the dishes are done everything's kind of in its place like things are put away I've cleaned up from dinner just so that when I go to bed I feel relaxed I don't feel like 
I have so much to do and it just helps yeah. me fall asleep easier. Or if I don't get to do it at night, I try to do it in the morning before I go to work mm-hmm. just so I don't come home to like a disaster of an apartment. And do I do this every day? No. But it's something I try to do that makes me feel, it obviously makes you feel like you have your life more together and like you can start accomplishing then your tasks. Once right. you have an organized space, you feel like, okay, now I can take on the next thing because I'm not looking at all this clutter everywhere. Right. And also it's like, say the thing that you need to do is like sign some paperwork. Well, if you can't fucking find the paperwork. Right. Or there's like no space on the counter yeah. to do it. Or it's yeah. just. Then it's like, oh, like, yeah, ugh. there's no space. Or you can't find a pen or like the counter's dirty. It's like you right. have to take care of that stuff first. And then so it just, just like, feels like too much. Yeah, and too you're much, like, oh, yeah. I'm just going to get on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's like you're in my brain. <laughs> not only that, but like a designated amount of time. Like, okay, like 10 minutes, like every night at this time if possible like to clean up and I thought like okay you can do it at any time that works best for you like if the morning works best for you like if it I used to clean right in the morning because um when I was like really struggling with like energy levels and like depression having that one easy thing that I could do like right in the morning to get me started was really helpful like oh I just accomplished something and that momentum was good but now that I have more energy and I'm not depressed, I prefer to clean it before I go to sleep because I feel like I get better sleep if my room is clean. Mm-hmm. Also, waking up in the morning, then I'm like, it's like I can just start my day mm-hmm. and not have to worry about the space. Yeah. So just like you said, how you're like, I'm going to set aside 10 minutes to do this. That was like another tip that I was going to share just about keeping your space clean is just really designating time and like pick a specific amount of time because if you say like oh I'm gonna like spend some time tonight cleaning my apartment that's so arbitrary that you're gonna be like oh I'll do it later I'll do it later if you say like at eight o'clock I'm going to devote 30 minutes to tidying up my apartment I'm gonna tell you right now it's not gonna take that long like unless if you do that every night it's gonna take you five minutes or ten minutes to do it and it's kind of like you know as dumb as it sounds it's kind of fun to just like set a timer or something Mm -hmm. be like how much can I get setting a timer is really helpful for me and then and you're like in this amount of time in this 10 minutes 20 minutes i'm gonna see how much i can get done and you're like almost like racing against the time or something to just get everything put away and that might sound dumb if if you're like a super clean person but if you have a hard time keeping your space clean even if you can't get it totally clean just spending 10 minutes will make it better and then also a lot of times because i do that too but it's not because i'm like it's a fun game. No, because I'm like, I'm dreading doing this and I don't, I don't want to <laughs> like, do this. Yeah. I'd rather uh, sit in my bed and be on Twitter. A lot of times I'll be like, I'm just going to sit five minutes. I only have to do this for five minutes. Mm-hmm. And then once I've been doing it for five minutes, I don't mind continuing to finish it. It's the starting that's hard. Yeah. So a hundred percent. Yeah. So, or if, if I do, if I, if the timer goes off and I'm like, okay, I really don't want to be doing this, then my room's a little bit cleaner. Right. So it's, not a loss at all right so, and another thing with that is if you are only going to set like 10 minutes to do something do the thing that's going to be the most impactful which is like for me it's like okay if there's clothes everywhere just put them in a pile or even honestly a huge thing is making your bed mm-hmm. it instantly makes a room look way cleaner and just like throwing out all the trash like even if i stopped there it'd be fine yeah another thing about keeping an organized space for me is not having clutter 
And that also means like not having things that I just don't need or use. Yeah. I am not a hoarder. I mean, would you consider yourself a hoarder? Oh, no. I'm like the opposite. Yeah. I throw out anything I don't need. Me too. To the point where I'm like, I actually really wish I'm I like, kept that. I kind of wish I had that. Yeah. I have noticed that in the past few years, it was actually right before I moved in to live with you. I was at my house after, you know, it was the summer after freshman year. And I was packing to really move out of my house, like for real. Mm-hmm. And I got rid of so much stuff so much stuff and i was like why was i hoarding all this during high school like just random i mean because you have this you have the space space. yeah and i finally was like i need to get rid of all this stuff and every year i've gotten rid of more stuff yeah once you start moving and Mm -hmm. moving frequently you don't want to move all that stuff it's such a pain and if you don't have like some people are different everyone's different i'm not someone who likes to have like a bunch of stuff out on the counter like even if it's a bunch of little like decorations and stuff i'm not like that i don't like that it feels cluttered to me all yeah, your shit I, from the day i'm not like that picky about like clutter but i'm really i'm really meticulous about like dirtiness mm-hmm. like i don't like when things look dirty or feel dirty they can be cluttered all they want like i don't care i leave yeah. papers everywhere like everything in my room is like a little bit cluttered but like it looks like clean but I am like very minimalistic and I don't have that many things. So even though I do have some clutter, it's still not that much because I don't have many things because I've moved every year for the last seven years. So mm-hmm. at least once a year, if not more. Yeah. So you're not like, yeah, it's not like you're yeah. hoarding stuff. It's just like, oh, maybe not everything has like an exact place to go. Like it's just sitting out. It doesn't mean that it's, I think everyone has a different level of that. For me to feel good, I just need everything to like be in a place like uh a symptom of adhd is like it's like object impermanence i think that's the right term okay where it's like if it's not in your sight it's completely out of your mind so like i have to have everything kind of on like right in front of me or else i just forget that is it exists yeah I definitely do that sometimes too. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's, it's a normal I thing. Had that. Yeah, it's a normal thing that everyone does, but it's for me, it's like, it's even like important things. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I have like a bill I need to pay. I'm if I put it in a drawer, it'll stay there for months and not get paid. Mm-hmm. Even it just does not exist to me, yeah. you know. So I like to have like th- everything kind of out there, mm-hmm. or else I just forget to use it. Yeah, another thing for me is like smell is like really important like if there's a bad smell in my room i cannot think until it's like taken care of so like candles are like huge and honestly it's amazing how much it can't just like a candle lighting a candle can make a room feel cleaner Mm -hmm. because it just smells good yeah i mean obviously and it's like relaxing it's like easier Mm -hmm. easier to relax in the space yeah it just feels more zen kind of it does. The last thing I wanted to say was just that I saw this quote. Basically, it says, clutter is nothing more than postponed decisions, which at first when I read it, I was like, yeah, whatever. But it's actually so true. If you think about clutter, physical clutter or clutter in your mind or something, it's a lot of times, like I was saying earlier, if I have clutter, it's because I Wait. set something down yeah. and... I said, I'll get to that later. I'll get to that later. Like this used to happen to me all the time when I was, especially in high school, even in early college, actually, honestly, up until like a couple of years ago, it was a huge problem where I would try on all these clothes to try to pick an outfit. And every time I took clothes off, I would just throw them on the floor or at night, I would take my clothes off and just throw them on the floor. And like, 
I honestly still do it sometimes, but I read this thing that said like my one New Year's resolution, it was maybe a couple years ago. My one New Year's resolution is to not have any of my clothes be on the floor. (laughs) It's not because of like your clothes being dirty on the floor or something. It's because that means you have to put it away or put it in the hamper or whatever right after if you try it on and you don't want to wear it you have to hang it back up if you take your clothes off at night you have to put them in the dirty laundry you can't just throw them and throw them and throw them i had a huge problem with just having clothes all over my floor it's really not a problem now like a lot of times at night i just take my clothes off and put them on the floor because i'm tired but it really is something so simple as that that can change like how clean your apartment is but the quote is just so interesting to me because whenever I would just throw my clothes on the floor I would say oh I'll pick those up later I'll put those away later and finally it became clutter and I had to get all the clothes up figure out which ones are clean which ones are dirty fold all the clean clothes hang them all back up put the dirty clothes in the laundry and it was this whole long ordeal because I postponed so many from this quote decisions like it's literally walking by a piece of clothing and saying I'm not going to pick that up right now Mm -hmm. instead of saying I'm going to pick that up I'm going to make a decision to pick that up and put it away whatever and that's so simple but if you think about it in a larger scale it can like your mind is cluttered because you haven't made the decision to pay that bill and call that person and apply to that job and you have all these things floating around in your mind because you just won't make a decision about it you're like I'll do it later I'll do it later I'll do it later it's so like clutter it's just, is just indecisiveness. Yeah, it's just postponing things that you know need to be done. And then it ends up having to take so much longer when you end up actually doing it. Interesting. So when it comes to keeping your tasks organized and like your life in general organized, not just your space, um, how do you do that? I, I think so we both were super adamant that lists are helpful. And I, I think that lists are helpful for anyone not just for people who have ADHD or not just for people who are really busy. I just think that the process of writing down what you need to do and compiling it all in one place is helpful for anyone to, first of all, feel like, okay, I know everything I need to do. And, and also because it's kind of a good way to like track life in a way and Mm -hmm. like to feel accomplished. It feels like you have a bigger sense of accomplishment when you cross something off a list than when you just are like okay when I'm you're like okay task. I did that yeah 100 yeah 100 yeah so I tend to just always veer back into using my iPhone notes and I found things that are like more effective but nothing is as easy as just opening up your phone notes mm-hmm. so I often tend to just degrade back into just only using my notes but another thing for ADHD I hear is very helpful is a bullet journal and there's a book on it I think it's by the author's name is Ryder Carroll and and it's just like this journal specifically designed especially for people with ADHD or just people who are kind of disorganized and it's just kind of a place to keep everything and track things and it's a really interesting book and concept so if you're more interested in that I would advise to check it out I really I just found a program that I really like using it's called Notion it's free and you can use it on your desktop and your phone and they connect over the internet so that you can access whatever you have on your laptop in your phone and sometimes I do just use the notes app but notion is super nice because it has a bunch of templates that you can use for different types of things that you want to keep track of and I I use that and I really recommend it yeah actually I 
really want to start using Notion. I know you've showed it to me before because I use lists so much. That's like, like in the notes app. I yeah, in the mm-hmm. notes app, but all all over the place. I will make lists everywhere. Notes app on my computer, random notebooks. I have like five notebooks here. I'll make notes in there, sticky notes, whatever it is. I will make a list on it and I make lists for everything. It's not even just things I need to do that day. I make lists for that's like how I design mm-hmm. and that's how I use my creative process is also through lists, like writing out options for like different design options or something. I'll make lists and then I'll cross things off. That's the only way I can get things done, which sounds so bizarre, but the problem is I put them everywhere. So I can't like, I don't keep track of them. The ones in my phone are the most cohesive right. because I'll have a to-do list and then I'll take things off and add things. So it kind of stays current but if you have like a piece of paper but if i have a piece of paper it's like i'm not gonna rewrite on that i'm not i can't like delete something you know yeah so i'll have lists in my random journal lists in my phone lists in my computer so if i had like if i used notion and got to understand it better i think that i it would be a lot more organized like i really want (laughs) to sounds so crazy i'm like i use lists to organize but my lists are really unorganized (laughs) and so the irony i yeah but i make lists like if i even if i have to clean my apartment I will make a list of every space that I have to clean because I do not feel right. fulfilled unless I cross something off a list. No, I, I totally feel that. It's, and and honestly, the act of like actually crossing it off feels better, is which is so why sometimes crazy. I still make lists as well. Yeah. And I even on my Hinge profile, I had one of the answers to the questions. The question was, what is the dorkiest thing about you? Number one, I make lists. Two, I forget to finish the list. Three, <laughs> I lose the list for it was blank. <laughs> and I killed him. Oh, dang. That's really funny. I'm going to put that under love language. My love language is just lists. Right now, my love language on Hinge says air conditioning. That's it. How is that your love language? That's just what it is. <laughs> that's all I want out of a relationship. Is that how you want to receive love or give love? Receive. I don't okay, so you're not like I don't blowing on people? <laughs> Are you someone cool? blows on me that's the worst or people whispering in your ears that's like my number one pet peeve oh see that's like a turn on for me who do not get anywhere near my ear with your mouth that is <laughs> legitimately the worst that's the worst thing you could do anyway oh yeah the best thing about making a list is like if you have so many tasks swirling around in your brain so many things you need to do groceries you need to get things you need to clean whatever and you're like, oh my god, I can't keep track of everything I need to do. I just write it all down. Totally. You yeah. get it out of your head. Yeah, it feels it feels good. It feels so much better because you know right. you're not going to forget any of it. Yeah. Yeah, so especially with having such a busy life, I another place that I like to just write everything down that I need to do in a day is in a planner. I just started using a planner really religiously this year, which is amazing because 2020. And... But it's just so helpful for me. I mean, obviously, a lot of people use planners, but it really helps you to see. You might have all these different things you need to do, all these different people you're meeting up with, and it's really hard to keep it straight in your head. And if you put down just the things you need to do that day, you can just focus on that day. It's really just about, like you said, doing one thing at a time and being able to have that schedule like for each day. Mm-hmm kind of knowing exactly what your tasks are for that day and not focusing on all the other stuff. That way you can get those few things done. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like scheduling things, like actually writing them down somewhere, it kind of like holds you accountable in my head. Like if I don't write down 
that I'm going to work out, then it'll just go by the wayside and I won't work out. So I have the best, most productive days when I get ready for the day the night before. Like if I set out my clothes for working out, I'll more I'll more likely work out. If I like set out my grocery bags, then I'm like, okay, I know exactly where they were where they are when I wake up and I can go grocery shopping. I think a lot of people they can just get away with getting ready for the morning and they're fine. But for me, it works best if I actually get ready for the entire day that I have planned out. Mm-hmm and make sure it's all there because that's when I get distracted is when I'm getting ready for things. It's like, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to the grocery store. Like, what do I need? Like, I should probably change. Oh, I should probably do my hair. I should probably do my makeup. And it's like, well, if I had already had all those things done, then I could just grab the grocery bags and go, Mm -hmm. you know? Instead of kind of getting distracted on like the next task. Yeah, the next task task that I need to do, yeah. You see everything that's out and you're like, okay, I know I'm going to work out. And then Mm -hmm. I know I'm going to go grocery shopping. I'm ready to do these things i said i was gonna do them i even kind of started yeah i'm gonna exactly yeah yeah in a way it's like you're already starting them Mm -hmm. so it's like not as hard yeah yeah i i didn't even think about that but that's totally true Mm -hmm. um but then on the opposite side of that at the same time i find myself like over planning things and like over making too many lists and writing too many things down just because like I like crossing things off or for me like planning and making lists are a way of like coping with my ADHD and I could plan for hours and then not get anything done so this is something that I'm still like learning how to do but there's setting limits to your planning if you're taking more time to plan the thing than to do the thing then it's probably too much planning. Uh, like I'll, I find I try so hard to like do meal prep and like make a list of things that I want to eat during the week. But then I find myself looking up recipes and writing down everything. And then I'm like, okay, this is going to cost a lot. Like maybe I should look up a different recipe. Um, and then it just like turns into like such a long, horrible affair that I just scrap it all. And I just wasted two hours looking up recipes that I'm never going to make. So there there's should be limits and yeah, i'm like, still finding out what those are mm-hmm. but not like putting so much effort to it and then never starting yeah which like we always say on this podcast like the main thing to do is just to start is just to start it yeah and obviously everyone struggles with that i do all the time but yeah. i think so instead of spending too much time planning it's best to just do what you can prepare how you can but then just do it because once you start doing it it's it's so much easier yeah when you set those limits for like how long you're going to plan or like how long you're going to do something for you start to kind of cross that border into like time management which is I think the hardest thing to get organized with Mm -hmm. because there there really is so many distractions and you never feel like you have enough time in a day I don't think I've ever lived a day where I'm like yeah, that was plenty of time to live the entire day that I wanted to. To do everything yeah. I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's just maybe, like, because of my ADHD. Yeah. Or maybe that's just how it feels being a human. Like, I think it is. Yeah. It's, like, the biggest thing for people, you know, we talked about physical organization, keeping your space organized. We talk about organizing your tasks. Neither of those things can be done without organizing your time <laughs> and prioritizing Yeah what you're going to do first and how you're going to keep all those things organized if you don't first organize your time and Mm -hmm. focus on your time management which is 
100% the thing I struggle with the most. I, I was just like, going to say that is the thing that I'm worst at. So It's so bad. Like, hello, it's Jackie and Nicole giving you advice on things that we have no idea about again. That's what we're here for. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> I saw something the other day that was like, everything you want in life can be achieved with better time management. Yeah. Everything. And I that just hit me so hard because, like I said, I'm so bad at time management. And that's the main reason that I don't reach the goals that I want to reach. I just realized I'm watching too much Twilight because my first thought is, God, I wish I was a vampire. (laughs) (laughs) It needs... Because then you have unlimited time. But, I mean, like, your goals are limited to your age. (laughs) To being 17 for 300 years. Can you imagine? Well, no, I really couldn't. (laughs) Honestly, no. I can't even remember what it's like to be 17. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah, me either. So I think it all really does boil down to how you manage your time Mm -hmm. and what you prioritize real quick kind of before we go into this i just want to talk about this um priority matrix that my mom would always tell us about when we were kids we'll post this on the story if you guys want to see Mm -hmm. it but basically it's four boxes and yeah on the x-axis is not crucial and crucial and then along the top y-axis do now do later so you have a square that says crucial do now so there's things that are need to happen Mm -hmm. and they need to be done right now it's not such as a bathroom break right it's not necessarily well i'll be right back (laughs) there are things that's crucial there's like okay so then there's another one that's crucial do later so it's it's really important Mm -hmm. but it can be put off until the next thing yeah then there's obviously do now but not crucial well, that okay, could be so maybe like, like they're not that important, so someone else could do it. Yes, but also I feel like so something that's not crucial, but something that you need to do now. I feel like like working out could be one of them. It's like it's not crucial, like it's not going to affect anyone else's day besides yours if you don't work out. But if you don't do it now, and you wait till tomorrow, it's like you're not going to adhere to all of your goals. You know that makes sense. Yeah, it's like maybe something that's it doesn't need to be done yeah but if it's going to be done it should be done now yeah exactly. and another thing is like say oh. you're in the workplace this is something that you could ask another mm-hmm. person to help you with and really in any yeah. situation you could ask someone else because it's not totally important that you do it it's not that important but it needs to get done right now right exactly it's time sensitive yeah. maybe yeah and another thing i was thinking is like yeah so like for example like going on a walk as a woman it's something you can only do during the day so it's like it's not crucial that you go (laughs) on a walk but you do need to do it now because you can't do it later yeah you can't do it later i can't go on a walk at Uh well now at this in this time of the year i can't go on a walk at 5 30 at night Mm -hmm. yeah and (laughs) you can't delegate that task that's not how walking works right you can't give that task to somebody else if someone could pee for me i would never pee again never i'd never get out of bed actually that's a lie because you know what the best feeling in the entire world is? Is when you have to pee so bad. Like, it's at a 10. Like, you're like, I'm about to pee my pants. And then <laughs> you get to a toilet and you pee. And it's just it's that so feeling relieving. of relief. Because relief is the, the best feeling. Yeah, relief is <laughs> the best feeling in the world. Jackie's like, sex is great and all, but have you guys ever peed? <laughs> <laughs> have you guys ever really need to pee and then went pee? Anyways, the last category it obviously is not crucial and do later, which... You know, which is always the things. first thing I'm doing. Yeah. Not crucial, do that, later. Oh. Instagram. I'm like, all right, yep. I'm getting that's on. the first thing. That's all <laughs> social media. That's yeah. what's so hard is for me is prioritizing. And mm-hmm. I think that if I were to do the things that were crucial in the crucial do now box first, I would 
have reached so many more goals. I would get things done faster. I wouldn't be a procrastinator. It's so important to not only organize your time, make lists of everything you need to do. But prioritize. But prioritizing what's most important because it's crazy when you realize how quickly you can do things. Have you ever like been putting off paying Uh, a bill or something for so long? Every single task I ever do. And you do it and you find out it took 30 seconds and you're like, really should have done that before. The time I spent stressing about it and putting it on lists was much longer than it took to do the actual thing. Mm -hmm. When you realize how fast you can do things like you always think oh, i have so many dishes i need to set aside 30 minutes to do the dishes seven minutes later the dishes are done yeah it doesn't take, take that long. always take so much faster than you think they're gonna take and if i sat on my phone for seven minutes i could i could do that and it would feel like literally a blink of an eye yeah it's so crazy how, how we prioritize <laughs> stupid things yeah. like being on your phone i know i have a horrible time with prioritizing and it's not even only about like i prioritize just non-crucial things it's just i honestly don't know what is crucial like that's the right, hard like what's the most I have, important i have a hard time distinguishing what is important and not only that like what is everything feels important mm-hmm. because the best way i can describe it is like every night i'm like i could play guitar i could read i could watch tv i could you know and mm-hmm. there's like 17 different things that i can do right and i want to do them all at once and it, i don't know which one feels the most important because they all feel like the same amount of interesting to me. I do the same thing. Yeah. A lot of times the most crucial do now thing is the thing you don't want to do. It's like you need to clean or you need to go run this errand and get groceries because before you do that, you can't eat or you can't feel relaxed because your space isn't clean. But we don't want to do those things because they're, they seem hard or they seem boring. It's not what we want to do. But I just saw this thing the other day, but it's that thing that's like, choose your hard. Did you, have you seen that? Choose your hard? Yeah, where it says being financially stable is hard. Being broke is hard. Like, mm-hmm. choose your hard. Mm-hmm. They're both hard. Being married is hard. Oh, being single that's, is hard. That's like, like the whole, that's like the whole concept of the subtle art of not giving a fuck. You know that book? Yeah. By Mark Manson. Mm-hmm. It's like... As far as self-help books go, I think it's the only one that I find to be useful in, like, everyday life. And the whole thing is just about, like, yeah, everything is a shit sandwich. But what shit sandwich are you going to be okay eating? Right. It's like, none of it's easy. Like, for me, I think, uh, like, I mean, we both are in terrible places financially. Please, please sponsor us. (laughs) Um, And so that's hard. But also for me, it's... For me, it's hard to save money, be frugal with my money, not go out, not mm-hmm. eat out. That's also really hard. you feel really like hard. you're missing out. Right. Yeah. yeah. Also, in that book, it says that everything has its problems. Like, all we want is a, is better problems. If we're, like, so broke that we can't pay rent or get stuff to eat, well, th- those are huge problems. And then once we get money, the problem is, like, how do we spend it correctly? And it's still a problem mm-hmm. because life is full of problems. And basically what Mark Manson says is, life is full of suffering life is full of problems but we're just trying to get better problems yeah 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 so so basically it's saying everything is hard everything you want is going to be hard and also not reaching that is going to be hard but if you do the crucial do now corner of your priority Mm -hmm. matrix even though it feels hard 
it will pave the way for things to be easier. Whereas if you're just saying, I'm just going to do like the not crucial, not important, do later. Yeah, like be on social Which is like media. being on social yeah. media. Yeah, which is the biggest phone. time suck in the entire the world. The biggest time suck. Listen to our social media episode for more info. Yeah. It's such a time waster. I mean, mm-hmm. I know for both of us, we struggled with it, but like... I'm, I mean, I'm really struggling with it again. Yeah. I was doing a lot better. And then once the election happened, I started spending more time on Twitter. And now I'm like, a lot of my tweets are like blowing up. Mm-hmm. And so there's like more like reward. Right. So now it's even yeah, harder to like now, stay off. Yeah. Because now I get on Twitter and my notifications are 20 plus. Right. So I'm like, ooh, like, Could not be feels mean. good. <laughs> I feel like... Because it's something that you really like to do, like you mm-hmm. like to get on there, you it could potentially be a way, like it's a way for you to meet people, make connections, like whatever. Yeah. It's just about saying, how much time am I going to spend on it? Like you yeah, can still exactly. get on it. That's the thing is like, I can't, oh my God, this is so funny because I just, I just saw this tweet. So yeah, I, I just saw this tweet the other day. It was like, I did cocaine for 20 years, top grade. I quit on the spot, no problem. But Twitter, I can't quit this shit fucking amazing (laughs) i was like yeah it's that addictive and yeah because i'm not gonna be able to quit it there's no way that i'm gonna be able to quit twitter because that shit fucking amazing right so i think it's about setting the limits yeah so yeah i mean i set a limit on my phone um i've been trying to put one hour less every like three days so right now i'm at like seven that's like yeah that's good and i've been like kind of usually adhering to it yeah so for me also I need to give myself like a lot more time to do things than I think like if I think that okay it's gonna take me like five minutes to do the dishes I always underestimate it's gonna take me five minutes and and probably take me 10 so like a lot of times I'll be like okay I'll leave 15 minutes for that knowing Mm -hmm. that knowing that one I could maybe get distracted um or two something could go wrong which happens a lot because i'm very clumsy <laughs> it's like broke a, broke a dish or something like that yeah yeah the other day i was just like doing um dishes and i was like my foot is bleeding and i don't know how so stuff like that um <laughs> having those routines also is so important because that's just another list of things that you need to do that you want to do before you go to bed or you want to do when you wake up in the morning and when you just get all those things done at night, you feel so much better going to bed. In the morning, mm-hmm. you feel so much better starting your day. And I think having those on a schedule is really important. And just scheduling out your day with, like, the times you want to do something is really helpful. It's not always going to work out. Like, I've always found the days that I plan so much. I have so much to do. And I'm like, okay, at this time, I'm going to do this. Next, I'm going to do this. At this time, I'm going to get lunch. At this time, I'm going to do this something always a wrench always gets thrown in literally nothing ever goes as planned nothing right yeah and so you can plan as much as you want it might not always work out it is helpful to have that schedule and think about what am i going to do today and have those lists Mm -hmm. and if Um, you get off track like what else do i what do i have to get back to yeah yeah and so the biggest thing is well like while you do want to schedule things out and make the list of everything you need to do that day or if you want to keep a running list of your tasks that's great but A big thing that I found, which is something I actually heard on another podcast that I think is maybe from a book or a speaker who I don't know at the time. I think it's from a book called The Productivity Project. The author says that the best way to get things done is to make a list of the top three tasks you need to get done. Mm -hmm. Just three things. Because that feels manageable. That feels like something that is attainable and that you can do. And even if it's, even if you look at it and you're like, 
I'll definitely get that done. I need to add the rest of this stuff. I need to add everything. It's like, no, don't do that. Mm-hmm. You have your running list over here. Yeah. You know everything that's on the list. You make your list for today for the top three most important things I need to get done, whether that's just tasks you need to do, or maybe it's the top three actionable items that you can d- take to further your business that you're working on, or what are the top three actionable tasks that we can do to help our podcast grow today you know Mm -hmm. it's like something like that towards your goal you do those things okay you can do more then you you can add three more if you want to or one more but it's if you get those three things done on your list that day you will feel productive but if you have a super long list which is going to be impossible to complete that day and and you don't get it all done unending right you'll feel so unfulfilled right and dissatisfied with yourself because you didn't get your whole list done Mm -hmm. but if you just have your top three things and you do those every day things won't start to pile up into the next list because you're getting three things done every day and the most important things right it's the things in like the crucial do now box right you put those three things on your list then you can add more if you get those things done that's great don't put so many things on your list that you can't get everything done and don't schedule Mm -hmm. your day out so much that if one thing goes wrong the whole day is going to be thrown off you know, don't over schedule yourself. Make your list of the most important thing you need to get done that day. Once you get that done, you'll be like, yeah. oh, I can do the next thing. Mm-hmm. I can do the next thing. Because the next thing isn't as crucial and right. not as The hard. next yeah. things are all going to get easier and easier. Mm-hmm. If you prior, if you put the most important thing, you get that done, you feel a huge weight lifted. It's like a snowball effect. Like you get one out of the way, then you feel mm-hmm. you can do the next one and the next one. And it actually gets yeah. easier because you're building that momentum. Your motivation is growing. And it's just going to be so much easier to get yeah. that stuff done. I, I feel like that's why, like, routines are so important because for me, like, I need something to get the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to be in motion and I can't just do the biggest thing on my list because that's too overwhelming for me. But, like, if I do, like, my morning routine, it's like, okay, I feel like I've gotten something done. Yeah, you know? and now I'm ready to take on, like, yeah. my tasks for the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And another thing is, like, leaving some time for, like, mistakes or for things that are not going to go to plan – it also lets you leave time for like spontaneous things to happen Mm -hmm. you know because life is unpredictable and sometimes like spontaneous things happen in a good way and some friend is like hey do you want to go do this or whatever you know right you don't want to be so married to your plan yeah that you're missing out on actual life because Mm -hmm. the only thing that being more organized is supposed to do is help you enjoy the moments of your life better it is to enjoy those free moments of your life better to enjoy your work life more to enjoy just being alone more and if you're not enjoying it because you're over planning or like overstressed like or yeah or overstressed because you're trying to do too many things yeah i think the biggest thing is finding that balance through time management through organization where you do feel okay saying to that friend, yeah, I'd love to come hang out because because you got those things off your plate that were the, in the crucial do now box. Yeah. It's like, because you got those things done, you can say yes to that thing and then you can enjoy those moments and you can live your life mm-hmm. without this cloud hanging over you of like, these are all these tasks I need to do that I'm putting off because I'm spending too much time in the non-crucial do later box. Yeah, exactly. And so I think organization just gives us the ability to balance our lives between getting the things done that we need to get done and then leaving room for life to be lived outside of yeah. that. And also then you're not stressed when you are doing those things, mm-hmm. you know, like when I've done, when I've had a productive day and then I'm 
on Twitter or I'm watching Twilight with my roommates, you don't I'm, feel bad about I it. I don't feel bad about you don't it. Feel I can truly enjoy it way mm-hmm. more. Yeah, that's just what the whole point is. So yeah, so get organized, yeah. people. Get organized. We've given you literally all the tips and tricks. Yeah, if you can't get organized, we're like we're bad now. at it, but yeah, <laughs> here's what to do. Yeah, I think I think everyone's kind of well, not everyone, but I think I, everyone struggles with it in yeah, some way or another. Struggles like, with it. How we were saying, yeah. you struggle on one end, and I struggle on the complete opposite end. We're still both struggling, and yeah. it's again about just finding that middle. Yeah, exactly. It's about finding what your weak points are and addressing them trying to be better yeah we're always trying to be better on this podcast yep but get better or get out of here yeah go hard or go home yeah well you, you could be blackout or blackout nope not that one <laughs> walk out or blackout i said back out or, wait what did i say blackout or back out <laughs> is that a drinking one <laughs> <laughs> it's the only one i know I'm trying to think of any other ones. That's a very toxic saying. I know, it is. <laughs> Either get so drunk that you can't do anything tomorrow or leave right now. I know. We don't want anyone who makes good decisions in this bitch. <laughs> yeah, so with that being said, since you followed us through the whole episode about organization and all that dense content, now you get to enjoy uh, the end segment without feeling guilty that you didn't do anything. So we'll be right back with that. Congrats. (laughs) Okay, guys, welcome back. Now we're going to play a game. It's a new segment. It's called... Can't put a name to it. Thank you. (laughs) It's another (laughs) Which is really ironic that I forgot the name. (laughs) So we have Not My Cup of Tea. Mm -hmm. And we now have... Can't, can't put, put a name, name to it. it. Mm-hmm. Both are idioms mm-hmm. because. Do you want to tell this right? Sure. So when <laughs> I just like drew a blank. When Nicole and I were first planning the podcast, we would we were obviously not living in the same state, so we would just spend hours on the phone. Um, and one of the hardest things that we had to do was choose a name for the podcast. You want to choose something right that, that fit was us. One of the hardest yeah. things. Yeah. So we just like we're looking at idioms um, to. I don't know, get ideas. Get ideas yeah. for like little sayings. Yeah, and exactly. Stuff. Something catchy. And we would just we just went through A to Z. We went through all of the idioms on this website. I don't even think that's where we found ours. Yeah. I just, no, like, no, no, no. That's not that's, that's not, not what we, we ended up going, up but we just that's not what we went with. But like we just ended up saying like, what would this podcast what would be this about? Podcast be about? Like, what would that podcast be about? We came across not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we were like that would actually be such a good name, but we we're like, what would we yeah. talk about? And so we decided let's make that a segment. Right. And then we were like, and we were going through them, dying laughing. Like, what would yep. this podcast be about? Like, what would this be about? And making, so we thought making up scenarios about what podcast, yeah. what these podcasts would be about. So now we're going to go through the idioms, and one of us is going to give the other one an idiom, and the other one is going to have to come up with what they think that podcast would be about. Yeah. Attached to the idiom. And so we're just reading random ones yeah. that we haven't. We just pulled up the page. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, I'll go first. All right, I'm going to pick one for Jackie. Mm-hmm. All right, here's the first one. Hit or miss. Hmm. I think that hit or miss would be a show about dating, and every week each of the co-hosts would go on a date and then talk about why it was a hit or miss 
and like what what the red, red flags were what the what they liked what hit on it for them what didn't that would um, be so fun yeah that would seriously be, such that would be a fun so fun podcast. can you imagine going on a date every week oh my god i'd kill myself <laughs> <laughs> okay so that wouldn't work that wouldn't work okay for you all right all right my turn yeah okay beat the heat beat the heat <laughs> i could see that either being about like cooking mm-hmm. like uh it's a recap of the great british baking show mm-hmm. or like hell's kitchen or it's just a podcast reviewing places with super hot weather <laughs> and, you and the best times to go best to be the heat. Mm-hmm. or just like a summer podcast it's just about summer mm-hmm. beat the heat by listening yeah. to the podcast i just hate the heat i hate heat so much i probably could have i could have many episodes about yeah about beating the heat yeah just yeah. how to get away from heat in general like i said my my love language is air conditioning so oh it all comes back okay comes full circle yep all right it aims for kids let's see thanks <laughs> <laughs> here's the next one topsy-turvy hmm <laughs> i feel like topsy-turvy would be a political podcast where you like bring people on for radical takes you know and yeah. like turn everything like upside down kind of and like yeah. kind of like understand the underbelly of the system yeah you know topsy-turvy yeah or it's just a podcast where the co-hosts get extremely drunk until they throw up because they're so dizzy i feel like you could put those even together probably that could be sure. like, like yeah. drunk history oh that's just what drunk i just yeah. described drunk history <laughs> in, two different, drunk history. in two different <laughs> podcasts okay yeah um okay. okay um hit the books hit the books well obviously that could be a podcast reviewing books sure that's Obviously. the easy answer. That's the easy answer. Hit the books. It could be a podcast where pe- we have teachers on and they tell us all their worst stories about like their worst students or Ooh. like why they got sent to prison for like hooking up with a student. Who knows? It's all mm-hmm. sorts of things. Just mm-hmm. wild teacher stories. The worst gifts they've ever gotten from students. The mm. most terrible parents. I teachers mean- have the most wild stories. Teachers and, like, nurses. Another thing that hit the books could be is the it could be a fiction podcast about the life of a librarian who is training to become a boxer. You're right. I've actually never listened to a fiction podcast. Oh, really? Are they good? It's just, like, stories? Storytelling? I don't think I've listened to one either. <laughs> to become a boxer. I don't think I've listened to one either, but they seem kind of good. It's like listening to an audiobook, kind of. Yeah. Wait, those are audiobooks. That's what we just described audiobooks. <laughs> I mean, I've listened to lots of audiobooks. It's Can't just an audiobook. We just described audiobooks. All right. Are you um, ready for the next one? Yeah. Okay. Just what the doctor ordered. Oh, just what the doctor ordered. See, I feel like that could be a food one, but it's like a doctor who's hosting it, but he has a side hobby uh, of food. Yes, he's like, so a, like just what the doctor ordered. Yeah. You know? Doctor and food mm-hmm. critic. Yeah, doctor and food critic. You have to be like a hot doctor, I bet. You know, well, like, yeah, he'd have to be. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like just what the doctor ordered just sounds sexual. It does, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Um, and it could be another thing it could be is like a sex therapist. Mm-hmm. or sorry a sex psychiatrist because he's a doctor 
and it could be like it could be like sex advice and then it could be like go home yeah. give your loved one a loved one a blow job it's just what the doctor ordered <laughs> <laughs> okay 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 what about this turning over a new leaf hmm turning over a new leaf by the person who picked up the phone at four seasons sort of landscaping <laughs> and scheduled the press conference and he's turning over a new leaf um he's starting a comedy podcast because that was the hilarious most hilarious thing he's ever done <laughs> and it's called turning over a new leaf because he has a background in landscaping oh i like that thanks so um a needle in a haystack Mm, needle in a haystack um needle in a haystack it's a a show about it's a podcast about finding your doppelganger you can't see them (laughs) (laughs) they post a picture of that on the instagram yeah (laughs) and you both come on and talk to each other yeah no host it's just the two of you No, no, no. One more age. Let's see. At death's door. Oh. I feel like the person that came to me was, like, kind of sad, where it's, like, people who are, like, almost about to die. Mm-hmm. Um, like, terminal illness. And yeah. come on and, like, tell their life story. Yeah. And share, like, their wisdom. Yeah. I was just going to say yeah. the same thing. Like, their final... Their thoughts, like knowing that they're yeah. gonna die and like their advice to people about like mm-hmm. living life that'd be so interesting yeah. people who obviously it's like people who'd want to uh-huh. come on yeah totally we're giving everyone great ideas yeah. i know everyone take our ideas for this podcast for these podcasts okay last one for you right yes okay how about this one speak of the devil Ooh, speak <laughs> of the devil oh my gosh that could be a good one who it's a podcast where you bring on guests who you've talked about in previous episodes I guess it's basically what we did with Tanner, where if they come up in there, if they come up in an episode, they have to come on mm-hmm. your next episode. And then it's like, speak of the devil. Oh, they're here. that's so such like, a for good some idea. Reason, you like name drop someone uh-huh. or they come up, they have to come on the next episode or they get to come on the next episode. It's like, say you're talking and you're like, oh, my ex, this, this, and this. And then, then the your ex, ex has, has to, come, has to on. come on the next episode. Wouldn't that be so fun? <laughs> yeah, that'd be so fucking funny. But so is it like based off what the host was talking about or like the last guest or like even the last guest that would be better because be less conflict right and it's like you wouldn't maybe they wouldn't know Mm -hmm. it's like maybe it could be like tell us about the most important person Uh in your life and then that next person we contact and we're like hey we'd love you to come on our podcast and like tell your story they don't know that their friend was just on it or whatever you know and so then they come on yeah and we're like tell us about the most important person in your life. And so every week you listen and then maybe they don't name drop that person, mm-hmm. but then you listen, you want to listen to the next week because they talk about that person, how great they are and how they've been so great in their life. And you're like, oh my God, what's that person's story? And who's their most influential person? And then you get the next person. Oh my God, I want that podcast oh my gosh, so, so bad. Oh does that sound so fun? <laughs> Wait, this is such a good way to like brainstorm. I know. Come up with good ideas. Man, we should we, we should copyright a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know for name real. First. I know. Let's start a second podcast <laughs> with all of our free time, and I'll be editing We're that one manage as well. <laughs> My full time job is editing our our sixteen different podcasts. Oh, that would be so mm-hmm. fun, and it's like then people get to know it, 
and they start and so then if they get asked to come on the podcast they know that someone went on well on that note i think we're gonna wrap it up here so you can find us at so good so far podcast on instagram you can find me at nicole pilgreen on instagram and you can find me at jackie's attic and you can also find us on twitter now at so good so far pod and we will be back next week we're gonna be talking about worst date stories our worst date stories we're gonna have you guys write in your worst date stories Mm -hmm. and it's gonna release my birthday we are so excited it's also the 10th episode yes which i don't know if that means anything to you guys but it sure is all means something to us doing something 10 times i usually don't do things even once (laughs) not worth it all right guys we really prioritize our time and and organize our lives to make this happen so yeah for real (laughs) well thanks so much for listening and we will talk to you next week it's been so So good so so far Bye, Bye, guys. Are men more effective because they don't sit when they they pee? (laughs) They're getting more done because they have to stand. Is this what the patriarchy is founded upon? (laughs) (laughs) Women were just getting so tied up reading books on the toilet. (laughs)